All right. Uh, another live at you here for Tuesday, April 28th, 2020. I, um, I'm going to try to not let the coronavirus bring me down too much mentally and on this podcast I don't want to dwell on it too much I don't want to be uh you know we we can there's plenty of that out there just turn on the cable news and you'll you'll see it I've actually taken a little bit of a break from the cable news recently for myself I was kind of watching everything that was happening over the first month or so of this pandemic and um reading articles and checking my social media and and now i'm finding that checking the social media part of it is is you, you see people going like this the response the, the response we're taking is wrong right the cure is worse than the disease or people that are very you know there's this okay so the issue with modern conversation to me is false dichotomies right it's you're either this or you're that. You're red or you're blue. You're black or you're white. It's this or that. Yabba dabba do, right? But so another way of saying that is the death of nuance. And I know I'm not the only person saying this. There's really much smarter people than I am having conversations about the sort of conversations that are happening. Meta conversations, if you will. Meta usually just means, uh, you know, about the thing. So meta conversations are conversations about the conversations. Um, who did I just explain that to? I don't know. Was that just mansplaining? Was that like, in case you don't know what I mean by meta, here's what I mean, man. Um, (laughs) so it's not that people are afraid and they're staying home. Yeah, that's part of it. But some people are afraid for others and they're staying home. And that's cool. I have been stuck at home since the middle of March. So a month and a half now. Uh, God, time is doing some weird backflips and somersaults right now with this whole self-lockdown thing. And it's weird. I'm having conversations with my wife about how you can totally relate to the people that are like, no, we have to just get back to living our lives because it's like you stay home and you're like, well, I just, I want to be somewhere else. I just want to go do the things I want to do. I don't, it seems like, it seems like a voluntary giving up of your freedom to stay at home. I have the coolest prison cell in the world. My house is nice. I have nice things. We have food. I have a family here with me. It's the coolest prison cell in the world. But I'm locked inside of it. And there's no prison guard outside my front door holding the keys. I am the prisoner and the prison guard for the greater good. Right? I am choosing to limit my exposure to other human beings right now because I don't want this disease to spread faster and farther than it already will. And yes, maybe it is a temporary, voluntary giving up of freedom. And maybe I would even be okay with giving up some more freedoms in terms of privacy and tracing who has the virus or who's cured of it, right? Um, If there is a cure, I still don't know if, I mean, we don't have a cure cure, but people get better. 
people recover from it, but I don't know if people are staying immune to it. That to me is, woo, that's a big question there, right? So the seasonal flu, you need a seasonal vaccine because the flu mutates a little bit every year. So the doctors and the smart people get together uh, and and they say, okay, so we're, we're taking our best guess at what sort of vaccine is going to work this year. So we come back in, we'll give you a flu shot, and maybe it'll help you not get this virus. Maybe that's the same thing with uh, this coronavirus, COVID-19. Um, hopefully it's not even faster than that. What if they were like, yeah, so you recovered from this strain of it, but in six weeks you might be able to get the new strain of it. That would be bad. I don't know how there's not conclusive evidence of that yet. This thing has been around since December in China, right? Um, now, we maybe can't trust China as a source of information. Um, but, uh, you know, other countries like South Korea seem to be able to handle this pretty well with social distancing. Did I start this off by saying I wasn't going to talk about coronavirus and that's the only thing I've talked about so far? That is not what I meant to talk about. What I meant to talk about was the silver lining. <laughs> I, the silver lining conversations are important for the people that it can help and probably like a thorn in the side for the people that, that, that it doesn't help. Oh, I get to stay in my beautiful prison, right? I was describing this as the greatest prison, um, prison cell. Maybe, um, you know, the... People that are doctors and nurses are like, I kind of wish I was stuck at home. They're going in and being on the front lines of this thing. The grocery store workers, delivery people, people manufacturing things, people in meat processing plants. I, I was glancing, glancing at my phone and saw something about the president ordering meat processing plants to stay open. That's our food supply chain. How serious is this thing going to get? Um, I don't know. Trying to keep a positive attitude. And when you live locally, live from the inside out, it seems a little bit easier to do, right? I've been going on some runs. Um, thankfully, I live in a place where I can open up my front door and run out the door. And, and, you know, I'm still socially distancing. If I see someone walking on the sidewalk, I go out into the street trying to be courteous in that way. But, um, you know, I've lost a couple pounds, even though I'm eating and drinking plenty. That was me slapping my belly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Slapping the belly. Um, I think I've lost a couple pounds. I, I haven't been on the scale to verify that. But, you know, I, I at least feel stronger. Um, and I'm like, I'm getting more exercise. I'm def certainly getting the mental benefits of exercise, you know, going for that run. In Phoenix, it's starting to get warm. So I'm going to have to choose whether or not to get up a little bit earlier and go for the run early in the morning. And, um, and then it kind of just like, I feel like I've, I'm, I'm winning the day. You know, if I get a couple more things done during the day, you know, love my kids, love my wife, um, you know, get a good night's sleep. That's, that's a good day. So a little bit of extra exercise, a little bit of extra stretching at home. And I've been connecting with my kids. We pulled out the checkerboard the other day. So I, over the weekend, my wife didn't have work to deal with. Sunday morning, we woke up. We went for a family bike ride. Um, well, actually, I, I went for a run because I knew it was going to get hot. 
And I was like, all right, I'm waking up. I'm going for a run. It was probably like 730 in the morning. I was like, all right, I'm going for a run. And then I came home and I was like, hey, if anybody wants to get outside, it's really pretty out right now, but it's going to get really hot. So why does, how about everybody wake up? Well, I'll go for a bike ride. And at first, my little one and my wife were like, uh, we want to sleep. So I was like, Emma, you want to go? Let's go. So me and the 10-year-old started. But um, I didn't pump up my back tire and it was a little bit deflated. So we rode back. I was like, hey, let me pop my head back inside real quick, see if, if mom and Bryn want to come out. So I was like, hey, anybody want to go for a bike ride? Last chance. I'm pumping up my tire and then we're going. And they were like, yeah, we'll go, we'll go. And it was funny. After the fact, my wife was like, you came in with like 60 mile an hour energy and I was d- like dead asleep. Like I was in the middle of a dream and I was just so cozy. You know, my body weight was completely against the bed. And you came in like, hey, anybody want to go for a bike ride? <laughs> so I can see why maybe they didn't jump at the chance at first. But um, I'm glad they came with us. And we ended up riding like seven miles as a family, which is pretty good for having two little kids. And uh, and I was tired because I had already run like two and a half miles. So I, I, I put in my little exercise on Sunday morning. And then we kind of poked around the house, cleaned up a couple things, um, did some laundry, you know, just catching up from the week sort of stuff. And then um, me and my little one, Bryn, she was supposed to be doing her schoolwork, but we moved one of our beanbag chairs into our office space. And I was going to sit on the beanbag chair and read my book while she was doing schoolwork in the middle of the day. And... Once she saw how comfortable I was, there was no chance she was going to be doing her schoolwork while I was chillaxing on the beanbag chair, reading a book. So um, so she came down. She was like, I'm really tired. And once she snuggled with me, I got tired. And uh, I kind of, I was like, oh boy, okay, here we go. Let's just take a quick little cat nap. And she was like, do you need to set your alarm? I was like, no, I don't think so. I'm pretty good at, if I need to just sleep for like... Excuse me, I'm yawning a bunch apparently. I need to go to sleep right now. Um, if if I need to sleep 10 or 15 minutes, I'm pretty good about just closing my eyes. And then once I sleep, then the next time I'm aware of my brain activity, be it a dream or thinking of something, then I usually let myself wake back up. And um, it worked well. And man, was it so cute to have a seven-year-old just snuggled up on me on a beanbag chair, drifting off to sleep together. And we woke up and I got her back on school. She she wasn't thrilled about that. But uh, oh, sorry, I just drank a couple beers playing some online poker with friends. Uh, so I'm trying to keep in touch with some of my buddies by playing some poker once a week. And um, honestly, after the game was over, I was like, huh, it's only 630, but I might just go to bed. <laughs> I was like, I've had a full day. Whatever. <laughs> There's nowhere to go. I'll just I'll just go to sleep. And then I was like, ah, no, I'll go practice some music. And then I was like, ah, instead of practicing music, I'll record a quick podcast. And here we are. So I got to take a nap with my little one on the beanbag chair. And then uh, a couple hours later before dinner time, I was playing checkers with my, my older one. And it kind of dawned on me that I never really taught her that well how to play checkers. God, I can't stop yawning. I need to do some jumping jacks or something. Should I do some jumping jacks? All right, ready? Here we go. Jumping jacks. 
Get that blood flowing, get that blood flowing, yeah, doing jumping jacks, jumping, jumping jacks, okay. Okay, okay, got my blood flowing. Got my blood flowing, okay. So, um, and I was like, shoot, I never really taught my daughter how to play checkers, and I want her to kick ass at checkers. If some of, you know, if one of her friends challenges her to a game of checkers, I want her to be able to crush them. If uh, an aunt or uncle or grandma or grandpa challenges challenges her to checkers, I want her to hold her own. So um, I'm like, all right, let's play. And it was nice. Like, nowhere to go, nothing to do, no plans to make. Everything's canceled. We're stuck. We are prisoners in our own homes. And uh, why not just dive into the moment? This is a moment. It's still life. Life is still good. Kind of sucks, but it's still really good. And if you can't show up and make the most out of it, then you're kind of letting yourself down. You're letting the people around you down. It's still important to live to the fullest, even when the fullest is constrained, right? I don't know. Um, But so I got to go on a bike ride with the family, read some books and take a nap with my little one, play some awesome checkers with my older one. And, and then we had a nice family dinner. I think we even played Uno as a family around the table, listened to some good music throughout the day, just lived a simple, local, involved life. And it was good. And that plus putting out some new music is keeping me occupied. So um, so there's that. I am going to um, sing some songs into the computer and try to get something um, something pretty decent to wrap up this podcast with. But um, let's find the silver linings. Let's thank the helpers. Let's uh, keep our own problems in perspective. And let's get the hell out of this thing. Let's not take stuff for granted when we're on the other side of this. Let's connect with each other. Um, But let's be willing to adapt and evolve. And yeah, there's risks. The world is beautiful, but it's not always safe. And let's not discount those let's live within the parameters we can do that and we can still live beautiful lives and we can live for seven generations from now too um we can do it all with the right mindset you know what song i might sing i might sing shoulder to shoulder which ironically did not (laughs) Did not age well in this moment of social distancing, physical distancing. (laughs) Shoulder to shoulder. Don't actually get shoulder to shoulder, but let's be all shoulder to shoulder metaphorically insofar as we're standing up for the same thing. All right, let me see if I can get a decent version of that down. And then maybe, maybe another tune or a jam or something. We'll see. A whispering night. Coming out of hiding Singing a song so sweet 
One breath at a time We're marching to the beat Of the world in need Step into the healing Cause we have already arrived To the time of our lives Our hope is justified This isn't over We got the power all along No one else can sing our song Standing tall and strong Shoulder to shoulder So can I count on you brother When I'm all alone Can I count on you sister When I'm far from home Every mile going one step at a time We got a chance to make a few things right We're marching to the beat Of the world in need Step into the healing Yeah Cause we have already arrived To the time of our lives Our hope is justified This isn't over I got the power all along No one else can sing our song Standing tall and strong Shoulder to shoulder Can I call on you brother When I'm all alone, yeah Sister, stand with me Shoulder to shoulder All our whispers come alive And we'll keep marching on Shoulder to shoulder Whoa Come alive And we'll keep marching on Shoulder to shoulder
justified the season over all our victories come alive we're smiling through the times yeah, yeah. shoulder to shoulder as we have already arrived to the time of our lives i hope it's justified the season over all the whispers in the night and we Marching on shoulder to shoulder Yeah, yeah, yeah Shoulder to shoulder mm. Cheers